So we've started a new year, and uh, mid-January, I guess, is going to be my point for my welcoming in the new year of 2024. Coming up soon is Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. A hero to the American public and for the people of color and also people who don't have color in other aspects. The idea was equality. The dream, as we all knew, was peaceful. And Gratitude is sent to Mr. King, or Dr. King, and his family. Being an adult that was, uh, that had lived through that period of time, where I was actually alive, I saw the assassinations, JFK, Martin Luther King, the riots, the marches, didn't understand it, but I, I saw them on TV from afar as a, any child would. Now I'm an adult in America. I understand. Again, we are forever grateful for Dr. King and his movement. But there was someone who was also a um, leader amongst men who did not look at the peaceful approach to resolve the issue. I mean, I can understand that centuries later. Um, this particular gentleman believed that we should leave America just where it is bypass all the blood, the sweat, the tears, the deaths, the false incarcerations, the murders of our children, the stealing of our children, false accusations, everything America is famous for. And as it did all this, it was also in the process of brainwashing other countries that had contact with America. The Asian area, Vietnam, Taiwan, Philippines, the islands, the people from the islands, even though they may have been black, uh, DNA from Africa, enslaved, as we were, they still felt that black Americans, quote-unquote, were inferior to themselves. This is a, a statement of fact. Many very famous uh, actors came over from other countries, black men, and proceeded to obtain wealth and popularity, notoriety, become stars, Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, um, so on and so forth. There's many, many others, and I can't even name. Of course, you know today, People such as Rihanna, they also originated from uh, 
these other countries, other islands, other places where black people began there in those locations as slaves as, as we did here in America. However, because of America's propaganda that it spilled throughout the world, people thought that black Americans were indeed lazy. That they, just, they, they, us, we, decided to suffer and not prosper. Given all the opportunities that they broadcasted to other places and countries, we were simply not utilizing the available methodologies of creating a successful environment for our families and ourselves. It was our fault, according to them. And we should, and I mentioned earlier before in, the, in my other uh, podcast, there we go, take accountability for being enslaved, being killed, being poor, having our families broken up, taking our children, falsely incarcerated, falsely imprisoned, accused of crimes we didn't commit, accused from just being alive. And we were supposed to quote-unquote accept accountability. This is this newfangled term that the bad guys like to use um, for our situation. <laughs> Sorry. I can't believe I got all that out. What a straight face. Okay. First of all, I am not accountable for being a slave, and I am not accepting accountability for having been a slave or my ancestors killed, raped, robbed, and thrown in the ocean, Pacific, Atlantic, whichever one you want, whichever one is closest to you now. I am not accepting accountability for that. Hmm? How about those of you that did it being held accountable? Oh, wait, but I can't even say the word because you, you're actually virtually held accountable for nothing, right? Nothing. Not then, not now, not ever. And isn't that the goal of using that word to try to put blame on those that are innocent? Hmm. So on this new holiday coming up again, let me get back on target. It is true. Dr. King had a, a beautiful intention, beautiful dream of progress for an intelligent species, which doesn't exist. Clearly. Today. Two, zero, two, four. 2024 years after the death of Christ. That's what AD means, in case you don't know. Here we sit, living in Terra, in the very country we built, in the very country that killed our ancestors, our family, our husbands, our children, raped our women in the very country. That, yeah, that, that country, and we call it America. I don't know where that name came from, actually. Centuries later, we're still sitting here, and the same situations are transpiring. We are no longer thrown um, what is it they would throw? Tar? 
on our bodies because I think that the people that environmentalists would be very upset with that because you know hot liquid tar falling to the ground unchecked could be dangerous for someone that you're not tarring and feathering of course everything that has been done in this country there is someone somewhere that is responsible for that someone they may never recognize to the extent an entire race of people the black race have been damaged by these transgressions against us accountability that is a joke so though I honor Dr. King and I have to say honestly the gentleman that said we should leave I'm all in favor of say I that would be me all those in favor of saying there is no peaceful resolution say I that would also be me but worse than that, worse than I think anything of all, is the fact that the continuum of the racism and prejudice and discrimination is at 100%. Now that brings me to the second, second well, there's a speech, I know you've been waiting for it. The second topic I wanted to incorporate into our celebration for Dr. King. Why do we imitate our enemies? Why do we listen to them? Why do we emulate them? Why do we want to be like them? To think like them? To write like them? Act like them? We're the same cause. Why? Last time I looked and I checked, there wasn't much difference between how my enemy looked and myself, or the taste my enemy had and mine. Going into, for example, had I had an invitation to go inside their home, uh, I would probably find the same environment that I find in my own home. So what is the point of all this? Well, it's simply this. Be careful of those that you think you are prejudiced and bigoted against on all sides, all colors, all races, because you know, you're not that much different than the very people you hate, despise, criticize, and or are trying to get rid of. Not that much difference. If I were, for example, to say that I despise a certain particular person in this world, I guarantee you that within 24 hours that person would be doing something that I do on a regular basis with the same love and adoration that I would. For example, maybe it would be something simplistic, like listening to music, 
maybe you'd find out they listen to the same music you like. Okay, maybe it would be something a little bit more stressful or more detailed, like decorating their house or how they cook their food or which pottery they like. Whatever the circumstances or whatever the condition of what it is that lets you know that they are similar to you, the question then would be, why are you hating someone so much like you? Why are you trying to destroy someone that is unarguably a representation of yourself? Strange, isn't it? The people that we hate are the ones that we emulate? I don't think that's actually an equation. I think it's a fact. So, to honor our new year and to honor Dr. King, we may, you know, take off our hat, bow our head. You know, you could actually lean over and uh, put both hands on the ground and honor him and his living wife and children that way, or Or, or what? What else can you do? It's nothing to be done. We need to find another way to tackle this problem that's been around for hundreds of years. We need to put the racism, segregation, and bigotry somewhere on a back burner where it cannot be used again ever again by anyone. How would that be? And then your enemies that you belittle, mock, make fun of, destroy, kill, rape, whatever you do to them. Maybe you would pay more attention to the fact that they are just like you. I think Mr. King, or Dr. King, had a dream, he said, where children could walk hand in hand and people could be free. I think we have, to some extent, made a progress, but it's like every time we take a step forward, somebody or something makes us, of course, take two steps back. Leadership, bad leadership, for example, or presidential candidates, I should say, and I'm trying to say nicely, are, are politicians in Congress, senators, mayors, and governors, and basically all of the entire political field, all the way down to the policemen that are killing our children, stomping on people's necks, making, and then they make memes about it, making jokes. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Wow. Huh. 
I wonder how funny that was when COVID hit. Hmm? I don't think it was a joke anymore. Yeah. Or when judges, my personal favorite, uh, for example, the young lady that was raped by, I think, three young Caucasian young men in college. When the judge turns around and says they don't want to destroy their lives. Now that's funny. That 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 is funny. And I mentioned this on my other podcasts. And the horror of it never leaves me. It never gets old. The terror. The disgust. I don't, I don't know how we put these judges up on their pedestals. But like I mentioned earlier, those are the same ones that when they're not in the courtroom, the judges, the politicians, whoever it may be, when they're not wearing a suit or a shirt and dress pants for work, they do have that sheet tucked away in their glove box. And it is oh so much more powerful than a gun. But I wonder indeed, since Dr. King and others like him, such as Malcolm X, maybe Newton, etc., etc., other people or gentlemen in a race that were politically active trying to resolve the issue of bigotry, prejudice, and most importantly, freedom. Yes, freedom. I wonder if looking on today's world in 2024, they would find that any of their dreams had come true. I mean, is that not the question? Dreaming is beautiful. But do you have to continue dreaming because you can't face reality? Or is reality so horrific that the only thing you truly have is a dream? Thank you, Dr. King, and all those uh, such as yourself who tried, attempted, worked, strived for the progress that we have now. But I say to you, as you sit and listen to this, and I hope that you are listening, what is keeping you here? Does the good outweigh the bad, the horror, the fear? And if it doesn't, why are we still here? Why am I here? There's a button for you to donate on this podcast, and all of them. Please, push it. Donate. Help me. I will tell you why I'm here, because I don't have the money to escape. We all have dreams, and the only dream that we can reach sometimes is the one that we can afford. It's a brand new year. And yet the world that has always been there is out there waiting for us. 
I look forward to speaking to you again soon.